everybody. Welcome back to Love Career Yoga. We are very happy to be with you. Yes. And we're just going to get right into it. Let's go. Okay. So my practice notes for the week are do seasonally appropriate yoga. So Anna and I (laughs) have talked uh, recently on the podcast about how our practice our practices have kind of swapped places and um, it just, that just made me feel like we needed to do like a freaky Friday remix with our yoga. practice. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But Anna's practicing more like uh, she had a really strong home practice, but after Hazel, she's been practicing in the studio more often and I've been practicing at home more often. And I like to practice outside because part of my struggle with like establishing a home practice has just been that if I'm in the house, I'm distracted by like laundry or dishes or kid things or whatever. And it's just hard for me to focus at home. So great backyard and amazing garden. And so I like to kind of go down there and practice. And I've also mentioned on the podcast recently how thankful I am that summer's here and the sun is here and it's warm and I feel like a brand new person and blah, 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 except for when it comes to outdoor <laughs> yoga practice that is now over. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> summer hit Tennessee. I was thinking how miserable I would be in that. Yeah. Summer hit Tennessee in the biggest way. So this week we've had a little bit of a break. It's been in the 80s, but for the two weeks prior to that, it was in like high 90s. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. My yoga mat is going to melt. So uh, if you need to change up your practice for the seasons, you should definitely do that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Inside, outside, whatever. Just change it up. Yeah. Yeah, You can go back outside like on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Christmas Eve practice. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's right. Okay, so my practice notes this week are that doing the work is a privilege. And what I mean is when you have the opportunity, if you want to see it that way, sometimes it feels like not an opportunity, but it is, I think, to do your healing work, whatever that is. You know, we all have different things we're working on or that have happened in our lives, etc. Um And I've mentioned on here, you know, I'm back in therapy, I'm going regularly. And some weeks I'm like, oh, this is so much. Um, So when I don't feel like keeping going, I'm reminding myself that doing the work is a privilege. Uh, You know, of course, there's like so many people who are not able to for a variety of different reasons. And then just thinking in my own family, like, of course, further back in my lineage, you know, people weren't doing that kind of thing. So being able to do it now, I'm just like, okay, it's worth it. Yeah. I think that like, uh, that shift, just like that mental shift, I was literally thinking about how years ago when I was really, when I was going to therapy weekly, there there were definitely weeks that I was like, I don't want to (laughs) go, but that shift, um, in mentality (laughs) of like, this is a privilege that I get to do this can apply to so many things that we sometimes don't want to do. Um, and can be like that super helpful motivator. Okay. So we're going to shift from our practice notes into our main segment. And we are going to talk about how <laughs> you're not the only one who dot, dot, dot. So I'm going to kick us off. You are not the <laughs> only one who almost just went on a cleanse. So I can't tell you how many times I encounter 
this like new way to get healthy air quotes, pretty much everything I'm going to say, just imagine it's in air quotes because it's relevant. (laughs) So you're like, Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. I would love a new way to get healthy. You know, I mean, you start looking into it and it's like, okay, day one, don't eat. And I'm like, (laughs) you are coming for me again. Get behind me. Oh my gosh, it's so I'm just like, you're really being sneaky trying to hide in this new form of a cleanse, which is like the new way that we say it. So if you have also almost fallen into that trap, hi, I'm waving my hand from the same exact place because it's really easy and it's like made to make us think we need it. I mean, it's all the same stuff as diets, honestly. So all the things we've said about that before and how it's trying to like trick you and control your body, uh, applies. (laughs) Okay. So my, um, and you are definitely not the only one. Um, so my first is you are not the only one who feels like you can't keep up with everything and you should be able to. So this, um, being on my list was triggered by, uh, the state of my living room last week. We came home. The end of the school year is always just crazy. And there's like a million things going on and kids are graduating from things that you shouldn't even be allowed to graduate from because you're not done yet technically. And (laughs) there's like activities constantly and just so much going on. And we walked in the house one night after we had left at 630 that morning, it was nine o'clock at night. And we walked in and I was like, we have to burn the house down. Like that's the only solution to this the laundry problem and the dishes problem and the living room problem. Like we can just burn it down and start a brand new life <laughs> with no possessions. <laughs> and I really stood there and was like, there's no other option, which is a whole other conversation. <laughs> but you know, I think that that, you know, and then I kind of get into like the shame thing of like, I should be able to keep up with all of this people all across the world or, you know, conquering this every single day. And I'm like, that's probably true for some people, but it's not true for everybody. Um, you know, like I think about friends who like, I've, you know, gone to their house forever and they, you know, stand at the door and give you the, the house is a mess. I'm just telling you now, like, um, and I don't care <laughs> that your house is a mess. But I think that we all feel that way about so many things in our lives that like, I feel like I should be able to keep all of this all the time. And there should never be seasons where I feel like I can't keep up. And it's just not the case. Everybody feels that way about something and it's totally normal. Yeah, that's right. I like how you framed it in seasons too, because it's so true. Like some seasons that just feels even stronger than others. It's good to remember that it it has an ebb and a flow to it. Okay, so my next one, you are not the only one who thinks you're a fraud. So I have talked about this on the podcast. I will continue to because it's a big one for yours truly. Um, I've kind of come to think about it like how I think about my relationship to my body, where it's not like I never have negative thoughts about my body anymore, but more like when they come up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've had this thought before here are my tools for how I can address it. And I've also talked on this podcast about how I literally have a Google doc that says, when you are having a bad body image day, do this because it's easy to forget, especially when you're in the middle of that. Um, So I'm starting to shift my awareness to the fraud stuff to 
that to like, oh yeah, this is coming up again. Um, so rather than believing the thoughts and also rather than feeling like I have nothing to do to address it. And one of the things that's really helpful for me is knowing that this is something that a lot of people experience um, and that it has a name, which is imposter complex. And longtime listeners might remember that I interviewed Tanya Geisler in season one of this podcast in 2014, hard to believe. Um, And she does a lot of writing and thinking and helping people around this issue. She's really great. um, If you want to check out her info. So um, one of the things that she says is that if you think you're an imposter then or a fraud, then you're not. <laughs> because just having that thought means that you like have the level of awareness and true frauds do not think that way. So that's helpful to me. And just remembering that, you know, I think the older I get, the more I realize everybody is just kind of winging it and nobody really thinks that they have it together. Um, that story reminds me of a while ago, a friend called me and she had read, she's like a self-diagnoser, <laughs> but she, I'm always like, do not look that up on the internet. Um, it's a hangnail. You're fine. Yes, it's a thing. Don't look up your hangnails. It's just a hangnail. Um, but she was reading articles about things and she called me and she was like, okay, I just need you as my friend to like, be honest with me. And I was like, what? And she was like, do you think I'm a narcissist? And I was like, <laughs> if I, th- I don't think that if you were a narcissist that you would think that you were a narcissist. Like, I think we're good here. <laughs> also, it's just a hangnail. You're not a narcissist. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Oh my gosh. So funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay. My next one is, um, you are not alone if you if you want to eat at home more, like cook meals at home more, and you just can't do it. Um, so several times a month, um, I am like, this is the week. Like we're, we're only going to eat out one meal. We have like a tradition on Saturday nights. So I'm like, we can keep the Saturday night tradition. Um, but we're only going to eat like every other meal we're eating at home. And I will like grocery shop, like, I'm not a meal planner necessarily, but I'll throw enough in the cart that I can come up with something. (laughs) So I will grocery shop. I'm ready. And then, you know, it just doesn't happen (laughs) for so many reasons. And so it really truly is a goal of mine. Like it's something that I want to get to. And I feel like summer is a really good time to kind of like establish it because there is a little bit less hectic, hecticness in the kids schedule, which makes it easier. But I just feel like I can't be the only person who struggles with that, who every week is like, this is the week we're eating at home every single meal. And then it just doesn't happen. This is terrible, but I really love pineapple and I've thrown away a thing of pineapple. I can't even believe that I'm saying this out loud. It's so upsetting. I've thrown away a thing of cucumber like the last two weeks. Uh, uh, Cucumber, I'm pineapple and I'm talking about two different things. (laughs) Also, it's already sliced up and in the container. So like, it doesn't require cooking or anything. I, it's like such a, it's, it feels like this thing that you're like, I should be better about this. I will say I did eat the container of pineapple today after my not doing it for the last two weeks. Um, so I, small victories, small victories, <laughs> but also we're meeting a friend out for dinner tonight. So. 
All right. You are also not the only one who gets nervous going to a new yoga class. So yes, I still get nervous going to a new yoga class, even though I know I can figure out variations for the poses if I need to. I know how to use the props, all those things, but it's nerve wracking to try something. It's like new, but not new. You know, yoga is not new to me, obviously, but the class experience, the teacher, the room setup, all of those things, it is an obstacle. So I will, you know, have a studio schedule pulled up for like six weeks I'll look at it for a million times to like double check it, look at, you know, the details. And then maybe finally I will drag myself to class feeling the whole time. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Um, So yeah, it doesn't like I've been practicing yoga for a long time and teaching yoga for a pretty long time and it's still there. So I just wanted to affirm that for anyone who might be feeling that way too. I think it's, Similar to what we talked about earlier, where now I'm just like, oh, there may not be a time where I never feel nervous. I can just like acknowledge that I feel nervous and then decide if I want to do it anyway. Yeah, that's really good. And like, I'm the same way. If you need me at a new class or not even in a class, I will be in the back corner. Where you can find me unless the class is outside in the summer and then you won't actually find me there at all I won't be <laughs> okay so my last one is you are not the only one who thinks that you are over something that you've done a lot of work around something that you've done around a lot of healing around something and you've gotten over it and then suddenly you're not over it again <laughs> so Yeah, I think that it's totally normal for whatever feeling, emotion, relationship, whatever it might be that you feel like you maybe spent some time really working on and you've gotten to what to you feels like a really healthy place around that thing. Maybe you've let go or whatever. And then suddenly for some reason or for absolutely no reason at all, that thing comes back up. And I used to just really that used to be just really difficult for me. And until I realized like, that's just part of it and it's what's going to happen. And I was able to just acknowledge that it was okay. And it didn't negate all the work that I had done. Um, It would cause me to like go into kind of a spiral and it would just be worse than it had to be. Cause I would feel like I'm going to go back all the way to where I started. Um, And all that work was for nothing. And that's just not the case. Like, it's totally normal for those things to kind of come back up, whatever it might be. And I think, you know, it's nice to acknowledge like, okay, I'm here again. And to know like, these are the things that I've been able to do in the past that have helped me through this moment. I have done a lot of work around this. I'm not starting again from the beginning. Um, Yeah. You are not the only one that that happens for. Yeah. I just like how you're acknowledging that there's growth in there, even when it seems like (laughs) there's not. I think that for me, it's a reminder of like, oh yeah, (laughs) it's worth it to keep going. And I have actually gone somewhere, even though it doesn't seem like it's. Okay, everybody, we are going to shift into our curvy collab. But like we said, let us know what some of your (laughs) 
you're not the only one who's are because we are very curious to hear. <laughs> I'm sure we'll relate. Embrace the season of life that you're so, in. So Curvy Collab this week is the Marco Polo app. So if you are not Hilarious. familiar with this, it's a video messaging app where, I mean, I guess it's pretty obvious. You can make a video message for someone and then they can make one back for you. And within the last week, two different people have told me that Marco Polo is Snapchat for yeah. old people. And you know what? I'm fine with it. I love it. I'm old. I'm here for it. So <laughs> It's nice to see people's faces sometimes. <clears throat> that's right. I'm definitely old compared to like people on Snapchat. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's nice. Um, I love it too. I really like it because do it's group fun to see video chat. Your friends, so it's your nice family, you whoever you're talking chat, to, and there is more than one person who's um, you get a you little bit more of that connection piece <laughs> than you do even from yes. well from text or even from voice text. That's good. Which is something okay. I so do I roll with the week. Friend, this was but, not hard. This was um, a very we really easy one. I can't believe I didn't do it the first time we ever had this segment. And that is jeans. Just jeans. Period. Across the board. You're together. I rolling at denim. Um, I love the way jeans look. Um, I love what's happening like in trendy jeans right now. I'm thrilled. I don't know if you like follow (laughs) jeans or not, (laughs) but like, (laughs) you know, skinny jeans have been in for a minute. And when they came in, I was actually really happy because somehow with skinny jeans, it also meant high waists, which Anna knows I adore a high waisted jean. Um, High waist came with skinny jeans and I was happy about it. And now I'm just over it. I'm tired of skinny jeans. When you're a big girl and it's summertime, skinny jeans are hot. Like my thighs, my thighs don't need anything else. Like it's they're they're good, they're hot by themselves. <laughs> they don't want to be touched by anything. Like <laughs> so a baggier jean, a wider leg jean is coming back. I'm very excited about it. However, finding Good jeans. And I think that this applies to, you know, it applies to me. It applies to my daughter who is probably 10 sizes smaller than I am and has a different body shape than I do. Like, I don't know too many women who are like, that's true. yes, jeans are my favorite. All of them fit me great. It's wonderful. And I just feel like, <laughs> can someone, who's making these jeans? <laughs> Are we talking to actual women? Like, do we look at women's like real bodies when we're making jeans? I like my level of frustration with jeans right now is just very high. I find that like in order to fit like certain parts of my body, I have to get a certain size, but then it's too big in other places. Like, it's just crazy. And I just like, can we all just get one pair of jeans that we really love? I would love to hear what your favorite jeans are. My current favorite jeans, I use the word favorite very loosely, but like, they're probably like 80%. There's a few things that could be tweaked. And I was really surprised. They're Levi's, um, which I don't know that I've ever worn Levi's in my life. Um, but I found them at Nordstrom Rack, so they were, like, significantly cheaper than they normally would have been. And I was like, let me buy these. They're called the Wedgie Skinny. And they have them. I checked. They have them on their website. And I think they go up to, like, a size 24, maybe. Um, they're oh. a great fit. They are a high-waisted jean. If you don't like a high-waist, you won't like them. They are a little bit looser, like, 
They're still kind of technically a skinny. They have the word skinny in them, but they're a little bit looser through the hip and the thigh mm. and the calf. They're distressed. They're cute. I like them. They could be smaller yeah. in the waist. Like I can still fit like two fists back there, but I had to get that size to fit my over my butt. So, you know, like, but I'm just like every woman that I know has like some issue with jeans. And you think that like whoever the jeans people are in some office somewhere would talk to a couple of us. I don't know. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah of course yeah well someone was like oh look she found her favorite jeans let's discontinue them yeah Yeah. well I also just had a jean adventure because I needed to get some new ones after having Hazel and I went to the store once and I did find a pair I liked And then I was like, great, this is a pair I like, I'm going to buy more. And then I went to the website, (sighs) this was Lane Bryant. Well, we definitely want to know what your favorite jeans are. And I swear this was one week later. So I was like, (laughs) yeah, we will try. I'll buy them probably, but I'm definitely going to try them on. (laughs) (laughs) It happened. Goodbye. So, and then I got a pair from Universal Standard, which I really like. But like Liz just said, it's high-waisted, which just does not quite work for my body. They just, they come down. They don't stay up high. Um, I wish they would. So they're mostly good, but they're, it's a little fidgety for me in the waist. Yeah, it's just, yeah, for sure. Because we'll go try them on right now. (laughs) I love that. Mine ties in. Um, to that a little bit. Yeah. I'm grateful for friends okay, who randomly so check in. So I have a friend gratitude. who's a really good, so I say randomly check in, but like family. we talk almost every single and day. Those friends <laughs> but you she will occasionally, so comfortable with, I know, I can't, you, like, not, maybe I'm have been friends with them a long time, time, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the time is really a criteria necessarily. In perform almost um, every day, even if it's just like a just comment on Instagram. But she's really good about also sending, not all that communication is, I'm, I'm just, checking on yeah, you really if that makes sense like so she's really good about just being like how are you like for real how are you not a passive like how's it going like a real how are you um and I'm thankful for that because I'm really bad about that like I will think about someone and hope that they're doing well um <laughs> but I won't necessarily like reach out and check that's such a terrible thing to say um <laughs> But she is really intentional and really good about it. And so I'm thankful for that. And I can add that to my list of things I should be doing when I'm not eating out. Right. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this today. We have a lot of questions for you. So if you're listening, pop in on Instagram. We'll have some questions for you to answer about jeans and things that we aren't the only ones doing. But we will take one deep breath together to close. Inhale. And exhale. Well, it's easy. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste.